Okay, Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Yudalid. Daf Yudalid in Yoma. Uh, Mai Smith brought up a good point the other day about <coughs> the uh, the backup Kohen Gadol that we've assigned, that's assigned to, to uh, uh, <coughs> replace him in case he becomes Tomei on Yom Kippur. Uh, is it uh, possibly the Skan Kohen Gadol? We know we have Chanina Skan Kahanim, there was a Skan Kohen like an assistant Kohen Gadol. Some of Farshim, we said, it's a good point. Some of Farshim Taka say that that was the skan. The problem with it is, is um, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a discussion. It's an issue. Who is, who is this uh, backup coin got? Was it Stama coin that they assigned? Um, and, of course, as we saw, this can bring some Ava, some bad feeling, uh, because now, like, there's a backup ready to take your place, as we saw yesterday and the day before. Uh, in the third, beginning of the third parak, we're going to talk more about the procedure in Yom Kippur and how it was done. And there was a, what's called a mamuna, an appointed coin, appointed coin, who uh, there were various appointments for different functions. One was in charge of the lotteries, but at the beginning of the third parak, it says Omer Mamuna and and there it says Rashi says Hu Askan. So <laughs> here Rashi says specifically that was the Skan coin gadol. In our Mishnah, when he talks about, in the beginning of, in the first parak, when we talk about uh, this uh, coin, the backup coin, Gadol, he doesn't mention Skan. So uh, it's, 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 it's an issue. It's a question. Who is this uh, special coin who uh, was assigned to take the coin Gadol's place? Was it the Skan or maybe it was somebody else? In any case, we'll start the Mishnah, Daf Yud, Dalid. Kol all during those seven days, who's Orikas Adam? The Kohen Gadol has to get prepared to do the Avodah. Yom Kippur, he does all the main Avodah, and um, therefore he has to get uh, in training. So during those seven days that he's in isolation, yes, he sleeps in this uh, Lishchas Parhedron, but he has to do all the Avodah to get ready. So he sprinkles the Dham of the carbon Tama that's brought in the morning and the evening. He does the Srikas Dham, and he will and he does the incense, he burns the incense that's tw- done twice a day. And he cleans out the lamps, the, the menorah, the, very, the lamps and the candelabra had seven, uh, seven uh, stems. And uh, you have to clean out the ashes and put in new oil and new wicks. He did that every day. And he also offers up the carbon tumid. Uh It says, who zorek es hadam, right? kippur. But uh, Shechita also, they presume that's understood, he has to do Shechita also. You have to do Shechita Kabbalah Rika. Apparently it just means that he does the whole Avodah of the carbon Tomid. And as uh, in addition, he also is Makavit. What does that mean? You have to, the carbon Tomid is an Ola, which means it's uh, cut up and burnt on the Mizbeach. So he brings that up also. Rosh and Regal means the main parts of the Ola, but Mepharshim say it means the other parts too. He does it all. He brings it all up. We'll see later on there's a procedure. They first bring it up and put it on the ramp. Then they come down, they take a break, and they say Shema, etc. Whatever they do, they, and then they come back and they do it again later and make a big tumult out of it. So he does all that. Vashar kol yamim, other days of the year, Imrat's Lakrav Makrav. The Kohen Gadol, and during these seven days, it's assigned specifically to Kohen Gadol. Other days of the year, if he wants to, he can. She Kohen Gadol Makrav Chelik Barosh Barosh. He gets whatever share he wants to do. If he wants to do a particular service, he does whatever he wants. It's up to him. He has first choice, first dibs on it. He's makrav chelik parosh, umenotel chelik parosh. In other words, 
if, if he wants to do a particular, let's say he wants to offer a particular part of the animal during the rest of the days of the year, that's his prerogative. Other Kohanim, it depends on the lottery, as we'll see there was a lottery that took place. But he, if he wants to, uh, he, ta- he's, uh, he could be mock whatever he wants. And when it comes to eating a carbon, chatas, uh, osham, animals that are eaten by the Kohanim, um, or the uh, mincha, if he wants to eat that he, or take a certain share out of it, he gets first dibs on it. He could take the nicest share or whatever he wants to do out of it. That's his prerogative. But during these seven days, he has to do all the avodas. And notice the, the Mishnah gives a lush, the, the order that the Mishnah does. There's other things that he does too, but uh, um, on Yom Kippur. But specifically, the Mishnah mentions of here, Zorik HaSadam, Umakter HaSektoros, Umetev HaSaneros, Umakter HaSarosh. So he mentions those, uh, those four uh, kinds of services and the order is going to be important. We'll talk about that later. Now, we mentioned the other day that during those seven days, on the chance that he was Tomei before he went into isolation, we sprinkle the water on him. Different shitas, whether you sprinkle on him every day, except for the fourth day, or except for Shabbos he don't do, or do you do it on the third and the seventh days? But he sprinkled the dam on him, the dam of the paraduma. Now, here is a problem. Mantana, who's the author of our Mishnah? The Chor does not go like Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva holds the famous line, Rabbi Kiva, Omer, Torah, Shenafla, Vazor, Tomaso. Remember, one of the famous things about the Me Paraduma is that it's a chok. We don't understand why, because it's Metame. It's Metame, even though it's Metare, the, the Tameim, it's Metame the Tahorim. That if it, it's got this special power to it, that it can purify the ones who are defiled, and it can defile the ones who are, who are pure. Now, that's, if that's the case, that's Rebekiva's shita. Sprinkled on, on a person. It's metamahim. How could you say over here that the Mishnah says he has to do the avod every day? What do you mean he has to do the avod every day? Assuming that he was tar when he started out and he sprinkled the, he sprinkled the mayfar to him, he becomes tameh. So how could he do the avoda? That's a good question, right? If we learned before back on Davches, uh, that you have to sprinkle him third day, seventh day, or every day, or seven, most of the days, how can he do the avod over here during those seven days? The Tanya, Vizar Dar al-Tameh, Pasuk says by Paraduma, and the Tor should sprinkle on the Tameh. Why is it al-Tameh Tor? Al-Tameh Tameh, the fact, obviously we're talking about the person who's Tameh, it says there several times that he was Metameh Mace, he became Tameh Mace, so it says Vizar Tor, good enough to say al-Hatameh, why do you say al-Hatameh to tell you that on the tar, on the tar, then it works. But if it's the reverse, if it's on a tar person, it becomes tummy diver bekiva. So our Mishnah can't go like him. Chum say no. The reason why he tells you is to tell you that it's only considered mechatos if it's sprinkled on a, on somebody who could become tummy. What do we mean by that? My he could tell him we're going to learn the mission and par and mesechlus paras is like this. There's two ways to learn. I'm going to explain Rashi's way. Uh, Rashi's let's get a time. Let's say you have an animal. An animal, as we've learned, a live animal cannot become tummy. So if you if you had kavana to, to sprinkle it on a per, on animal, animal's not tummy anyway. These all done, but he sprinkled on a person. If there's one, there's, how does that work? You have the me paraduma, the mechatos, and he takes the hyssop and he and he dips it in there, and then he sprinkles it on the person. Let's say his kavana was to sprinkle it on an animal. A live animal, and instead he sprinkled on a person, that's okay, because at the end of the day, he sprinkled on a person, and if there's more water on the hyssop there, he can use, he could still use that. that. That's okay. 
Let's say he had come on it to sprinkle it on a person. By mistake, it went on a, on a behemoth. Since it went on a behemoth, it became puzzle. It's like, it's like something that was Kodesh to use for a profane purpose. Even if there's more water left in the, in the hyssop, he shouldn't repeat. He can't use that again to be matar a person. My, uh, he can't use that. That's what the Lashon of us, these are tar ala Tomei. It's only good, the Mechatus is only good if you sprinkle it on somebody who could become Tomei, like a person. But if you sprinkle it on, on an animal, even by accident, then it becomes possible. It's like you've used it. It's a Dovisha. It's like Maim Shanasa Melocha. You can't use it anymore. That's how Rashi and other Rishonim learn Shan in that Mishnah in Paraduma. There's another way to learn it. brings it down here. Other Rishonim, Rabbamam, learns that it depends on, uh, on what your Kavana was. In other words, if your kavana was the other way around, if your kavana was for a for a behema, yishna, you gotta dip it in again. Meaning, because if your kavana was for a bad thing, that, that ruins it. That's how the other But the Pashab Shad is that the way Rashi learns is that uh, you if it was sprinkled on an animal by mistake, then the water's no good. Whatever water is in the hyssop is no good. And lo yishna means you can't use that water again, but rather you must dip it in and get new water. And anyway, that's how the Rabbana learned these are to alatami. My time to keep it. So, so we have machlokas over here. If paraduma water, mechatas, fell on you and you're tahor, is it matami or not? Rabbi Kiva learns like that famous line of, oh, that's why we don't understand uh, paraduma. It's the me, me paraduma. It's matayer to mayim and it's matami tahorim. That's Rabbi Kiva. My time to keep it. Rabbi Kiva says, Nichta Rachman of Izatar, Allah. Why don't you just say, we know we're talking about a person who's Tameh, just say, Vizatar, my Allah Tameh, Shmamina, Allah Tameh Tahar. Only on a Tameh person is it Metahar, the person of Allah Tahar Tameh, but if you, if you sprinkle on a Tahar person, it's Tameh. So our Mishlachar cannot come to Rabbi Kiva, because according to Rabbi Kiva, the guy's Tameh every day, whenever you sprinkle on him, he's Tameh. So how can he do the Avoda? Rabbanan, no. Hi, Lidvarim Amakabim Tumudasa. Like we said, it's something to tell you that it only works on something which is Makabal Tumud, like a person or a Kli. Or a Kli. A Kli becomes Tame. A Kli Cheris becomes Tame. Can't be Metarit, but uh, like a Kli that's uh, made out of uh, <coughs> some other material, like metal or something like that. I mean, Metarit that way. But if it's on, on, a, on a live animal you know, or an animal, it's not, it's not Metame. It's, it can't, doesn't work on that. So that's what it was, Avil Hacha, in other words. But, so, Rabbi Kiva, our Mishnah can't, our Mishnah can't come like Rabbi Kiva, because Rabbi Kiva, the Kohen's tummy. But the Rabbanan say, no, you sprinkle on a person, it's not tummy at all. Avil Hacha, Kavachomru. Racham say the other way around. Im ala tummy, so Racham say, if parad, if the Mechatos can be Metar, a person who's tummy, ala tar ala koshkin, certainly it will make him even more pure. If a person's already pure, not that he needs more purification, but certainly it doesn't, it's not Metame him. If, it, if it's Metair, a person who's Tomei, it's certainly Metair, a person who's already Torah. For Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says no. Yeah. Ephraim, yeah. according to the Chachamim, then what's the purpose of doing doing the, the, the sprinkling? If it doesn't serve a, pur- it doesn't no, serve a purpose. According to Chachamim, it's... If, it, if, he, if he's Torah, and it doesn't make him Tomei, uh-huh. and if he's Torah, right, right. making him more... Right, right. The reason, so back, so back on Davches last week, we learned the reason why you sprinkle him is in case he became tummy without realizing it. We're afraid that he, we're afraid we're not, we're afraid that he might have become tummy before he went into isolation, and that's why we sprinkle him. So, so Rabbi Kiva, uses those words the way he learns that it's matar tahorim and and uh, it's matar it's matar tameim. And Matami Tahorim, because it's high newcomer, that's why Shlomo said the famous words of Shlomo, Amarti, Achakma, I said I will become bright. 
I will come smart. It's far away from me. Why? Because he couldn't understand Paraduma. Even the greatest, uh, Shlomo Melch was considered the, the, the greatest uh, brain to have ever lived. Still, he couldn't understand how Paraduma works, right? How Paraduma works, that it's Metair Tameim and Metamitorim. Rabbanan. So what did the Rabbanan do with that line of Shlomo that he couldn't, you know, something which baffles him, he can't understand? Rabbanan, ulamazo, ulamazo of Torah, the person who does the sprinkling and the person who is sprinkled, he becomes Torah. But if you stomp touch the water, you're Tomei. Not if you got sprinkled. If you got sprinkled, right? Rabbanan say, if you got sprinkled, whether you're Torah or Tomei, you're Torah, right? And the person who sprinkles also Torah. But if you just touch the water, you're Tomei. That's what's hard to understand. In other words, Rabban also agreed that Shlomo was talking about Paraduma, but in a different aspect. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. Umaza Torah, the person who does the sprinkling is Torah. Right? The Pasuk says there that uh, the one who sprinkles has to wash his clothes. So you see that he's not uh, Torah. No. My Maza no Gea. Maza means he touches it. The same post says, So it says over there, Maza and Mogea. So the, the Maza cannot just mean Maza boy kibus boy kibus doesn't need it as the rules are not the same. So number one, Maza cannot be Nogea because it mentions both and because the halachas are different. Elamai Maza, what does it mean, Maza? No say. The person who carries it. Now, usually the person who sprinkles it is carrying it. And that's what, unfortunately, that's why you can explain it that way. So the person who carries the water, he is the one who becomes tummy and his clothes have to be, uh, have to be cleansed. So why does it say maza? Call it no say. My time because of maza. In other words, the one who carries it is tummy, but only if he carries enough. So the Gemara that it needs a certain amount, a certain minimal amount. There's a, there's a specific amount required. Um, for the Azar to work. That's what we're assuming now. But if you say there's no specific amount, any amount of sprinkling is good enough to be entire the person, Michael and Mamer, Zafiu, what are you going to say there? If, if you know, it doesn't need any shear, so what do you mean? That no say has to be, you're only telling me if you carried a certain amount. That means this. If you hold that, that there's no specific amount that has to be sprinkled on the person's back, any amount is okay, you can hold that. But there has to be a certain, a minimal amount in the, in the uh, vessel in order for it to be paraduma water, to be, to, to be considered paraduma water. There you need amount. There needs a certain amount of shear. Whatever that shear is, it's discussed in paraduma. In Masechus Parah, we discuss it, we'll talk about it also here. So the, the, um, there's a machlokas, whether is there a shear for uh, the amount of paraduma water that's got to be sprinkled on a person, or is there no shear? As long as there's a drop, that's okay too. But there's no machlokis that there has to be a minimal amount of shear uh, for, uh, that has to be in the vessel for it to work. It's not coming in behind the AKD. So how much is there should be in the vessel enough to sprinkle? Enough for him to put the tips of the buds of the, of the hyssop in the, uh, in the vessel, and it, and they'll stick to that, and they'll be able to sprinkle enough to be able to that that they should all get wet, wet enough that you could sprinkle from them, and the water will go on the person. So with that shear, that's the shear that has to be there. But there's but how much lands on the person? There's no shear for that. In any case, we see over here we have this machlokas rabbanon and rabbi So first the Gemara says our Mishnah, which says that all seven days he does the avoda, cannot go like rabbi because rabbi says if he was tar, he's if he was tar. 
and presumably he was. We only we only sprinkle him on the question on possibility he was Tomei. But if, if he was Tor, he now becomes Tomei, so he can't do the avoda. So our mission must go like the Rabbanon who say no that the para aduma water sprinkled on a person does not make him Tomei. Yes, indeed, if a person touches it, he becomes Tomei. Not as close. If a person carries it enough, uh, the shear for carrying, he becomes Tomei. But the person who's sprinkled upon does not become Tomei. So therefore you sprinkle. So that's one answer. Mishnah goes like Rabbana. Abayam Rafiel Tim Rab Kiva. Amish Kiva Kiva. Davar Avoda Kuliyim. It's very simple. Yes, the water could metamiyim if he's if he is uh, tahor. It could be metamiyim. But what you do is this. He does the Avoda every day, like we said in the Mishnah. He's supposed to do all the Avoda during the seven days. Well, the Panya towards the evening Madu. They sprinkle him in the evening, and then he goes to the mikveh afterwards before for shkia. But of it, Arab Shabbos, and then it's Arab Shabbos, so that'll be Matarim. In other words, he does the Avodah the whole day. We say you have to sprinkle him every day, so sprinkle him towards the, late in the afternoon. And it's either Matarim, or in the chance that it's Matamim, he goes to the mikveh afterwards, and it's Arab Shabbos, so they can do the Avodah again the next day, so it's possible to work. Whereas the first day, that's Abaya's answer. Um, uh, Rav Chista said no. Rav Chista says the Avodah should be done early in the, you know, the Avodah has to be done, uh, all the stuff has to be done, including the Hazar, in the morning. So if you're Mazim, you're Mazim in the morning, not just in the evening, towards the evening. So he didn't hold to that, and therefore, that's how he answered the mission goes like, like Rabbanan. Now, we said the order that he does is he's mocked to the Ktoris, Umeitavasaneris, right? After he sprinkles the Dam, he's mocked to the Ktoris, and then he, um, uh, he does the Neris, he, he, he uh, cleans out the, uh, the wicks. So now, says Gmar says, Al Maktaris Bereshus, he sounds like the Ktaris comes first. You first does the Ktaris and then the Neiros, right? For Hara Neiros for a Minu. Al Maktaris Bereshus of Hara Neiros for a Minu. Misha Zachli, Misha and Tomit says, like Misha Zachli, Bedisha Mizrach Pnimi. There it lists whoever, after they did with the lotteries, uh, whoever, whoever um, won the lottery for cleaning out the inner Mizbeach, he does, ex, he does other jobs also. In other words, you win one job and you get several others. And then it says, Misha Zachab of Nora, whoever, whoever uh, uh, merited, whoever won the lottery for clean up Nora, does other things. Misha Zachab Ktoris. It's mashma that the menorah is before the Ktoris, because it says that lottery sounds like it's done before. If you did the menorah, then you did the Ktoris afterwards. Not the Ktoris before. No, Amrav Huna, Mantana. So Rav Huna's answer is Mantana Tamid. You're right. That Mishnah in Tamid does not go like a Stam Mishnah like Rebbe. Like the Rebbe was Masada them, but rather it's a special sheet. It's a sheet of Yachav Reb Shimon Isha Mitzvah. It's Reb Shimon Isha Mitzvah, and therefore uh, that uh, that uh, Mishnah Talmud is a sheet of Yachid. But normally the the correct order is the Ktoris and then the Neiros afterwards. Not like that Mishnah in, in uh, Talmud, which says the Neiros first and then the Ktoris. But that doesn't make sense because we'll see later. Because we'll see that uh, in Talmud. When it talks about the Stam Mishnah, Reb Shimon Mishim Mitzvah argues with the Stam Mishnah. You want to say that a Stam Mishnah in Tamid is Reb Shimon Isha Mitzvah, and he's a Shitas Yachid. Doesn't sound that way because we have Machlokas in Tamid, and Reb Shimon Isha Mitzvah argues with the Stam Mishnah. Sounds like the Stam Mishnah is not Reb Shimon Mitzvah. in the carbon Tamid. That's the Ola that you bring in the morning and evening. Now an Ola. Uh, besides a chatas, chatas is, is uh, smeared, the dam is smeared on all four corners of the Mizbeach. Most other kabanos are shnaim shein arba, meaning you do it on the, uh, on the northeast corner of the Mizbeach, meaning you, you smear or you sprinkle, actually, you sprinkle on the northeast corner so it goes in the north and the east. 
and then you do the southwest corner, so it goes on the south and the west. You do those two corners, because those two corners, you have to do it on two uh, diagonally opposite corners, so it goes on all four sides. And you can't do it on the southeast corner, southeast corner, because that has no yisod there. That's the only corner that doesn't have yisod, because most of the south and most east doesn't have the yisod, including the southeast corner. All the other three corners, the northeast, the northwest and the southwest corners all have you sewed. So the way to get all four corners, to get all four sides and uh, with, with two sprinklings is to do the northeast and the southwest. So it says over there, when it comes to the carbon tumid, Balo the Kemis Rachis, he comes to the, you know, when he comes to the, um, uh, to the Balo the Kemis Rachis, he comes to the northeast corner. Now this is the carbon tumid, which is an ola. And in Ola, carbon is done below the Chota Sikra. So he doesn't climb up on the Sovev like he does by Echatas. He does that standing on the floor. For those who are looking at the illustration book, it's illustrations 20 and 21 on page 9. But you, you don't really need the illustration to... Uh, you can, this one you can imagine, right? He comes to the northeast corner, Nosim Mizracha Tzvona. And he, smear, he, he sprinkles... On the, on the east and on the north. He does those two sides. Moravis Dramas, then he proceeds. Obviously, he proceeds. He has to go around the, north, the northwest corner to get to the southwest corner. But when he gets to the southwest corner, Moravis Dromus knows the Moravis Dromus. He does, there he does also one sprinkling, which covers the west and the south. The Tani Allah, that's, the, that's how he does, that's how anybody would do an Ola. Here we're talking about doing the Tumit. The Tani Allah, Rab Shemitzvah, he disagrees. Mishana Betumit. Yes, other olas are supposed to be done that way, Stein Shein Arba, but by a carbon tomid, he does it differently. There's lots of different how to learn, but Mishana B'tomid, some say Mishana B'tomid means in the Sechlis Tomid. Pashup Shaz Mishana B'tomid, in the carbon tomid, he changes it how. Mizrachas Sfonis, he says he agrees. Mizrachas Sfonis, you're right. In the northeast corner, I agree. No, see Mizrachas Sfonis, he does one, one sprinkling, which covers the, which does the uh, east and the north corners, meaning the east and the north sides, by doing that corner. Maravis Dromus, when he comes to the southwest corner, Nosin Marava, he first does the west side, Ba'achach Nosin Dromus. In other words, he says there's three sprinklings when it comes to the Tumid. Three sprinklings, one in the northeast corner, like you said, to cover the north and the east, and in the southwest corner, he does two, west first, then south. Why is that? We'll see. Tomorrow's Gemara, we're going to get into it because he says it's got to be something like a chatos that has a sprinkling, has a sprinkling, a special sprinkling on each side. So we'll see that tomorrow based on Sukkot. Why he says that? But you see that he disagrees with the carbon with the with the Tanakhama there. So you can't say Stam Mishnah is, is uh, goes like a Shimon Ishmitzvah. So we're back to our question. Our Mishnah said that the Ketoros is first and then the Neiros. In Tumin it's Mash with the Neiros are first and then the Ketoros. Elom Rabbi Yochanan Tana say to Yumer Rabbi Shimon Ishmitzvah. Our Mesechet, our Stam Mishnah. In other words, Tumit is is like the Stam Mishnah. That what that the Neiros are there first and then the Ketoros. And our Mishnah which says the Ketoros and then Neiros that goes like a Shita Siyachar of Shimon Ishmitzvah. But this also doesn't make sense. Rami said to Yuma If that's the case, I'll show you Stira in Seder Yuma itself. Our Mesechet. That tonight we're going to have later on. Pius Hasheni, the second lottery was done. What do you do there? There are 13 things that are decided with that second lottery. In other words, they do a lottery and 13 people are chosen. Mi shochet, who's going to shech? Mi zorik, who's going to sprinkle? Mi medash mezmech, who's going to clean out the inner mezbech? Mi medash mezmech, who's going to clean the menorah? Who's going to clean the menorah? Umi mala, umavar mekevish, who's going to bring up the kevish? There's other things also there. So this is in the second lottery. In the second lottery, it says, Mi medash mezmech, the menorah first. Pius, the third lottery, 
Chadashim Lektaris. Chadashim means people, the Ktaris, you know, there's a famous people learn to say the Ktaris from a cloth, because the Ktaris is a special uh, school of Parnasa. If you, why? Because the Pasik says, Yasimu Ktor Be'apecha, and then it says, Baruch Hashem, Hashem is going to bless the person with the Ktaris, right? So, as if to say, that's a, so, so they never let the same Kohen repeat it. You only get a once in a lifetime shot to do the Ktaris. So it says, Chadashim, people who have never done it, you come forth for this lottery. If you've been, if you've once you've done it, you can't you can't partake in this lottery. But in any case, it says the third lottery, Chadashim Liktoros, Boafisa, come and come and join in the lottery. So what do you see? That the Ktoros was after the menorah. So again, our Mishnah says the Ktoros is first, and then the menorah, then you clean out the menorah, and you said, okay, you started to say that's Rab Shimanishim. So you show you stira in Yom itself. Because our mission is Torah than than the Neiros, and later on, ten days when we we talk about the lotteries, it says there first the first the Noah and then the Torahs. Amar Abayis Abayis Lokasha Kamba Tavash De Noahs Kamba Tavash Chamesh Neiros. There are seven uh, there are seven wicks, seven candles on the candelabra, the menorah in the base of Mikdash, and we'll see later on that when you clean them out, you first clean out five. Then you, <clears throat> then you stop and you interrupt that with some other, some other avoda, and then you do two later on. It's learned out later on. Everybody agrees that you got to split it into five and two. But what what is the thing that separates them? What do you interrupt it with? So it happened like this: Meaning, so now we understand what we're talking about. In our Mishnah that we learned today, that says you first mock to the Torahs and then you do the Neiros. We're talking about the last two Neiros. The last two Neiros, that's preceded with the Ktoros. When it says later on that the Neiros precedes the Ktoros, that's the first five. So first you do five, then you do the Ktoros, then you do the last two. Then it all makes sense. There's no steer, and you could say our Mishnah goes like Abshimit Isha Mitzvah. Says Gemara Lameyra, the Ktoros Mafsiklu? What do you mean? So that's what it does. You should all ask. We say every day in davening differently. Vabaya, Masada, Maracha, Mishmeda, Gemara. Say this every day in Karbanos. Abaya gives you the order of all the uh, procedures done in the base of Mikdash and the uh, daily avoda. In the name of the Gemara, meaning the name of the Yeshiva, Mikol Bnei Yeshiva, Shikiva, they accepted it. It was, it was a tradition they all accepted. And he says over there, what, that Tavas Chamesh Neiros Kodemis Lawat, Ledama Tamid. Ledama Tamid Kodemis to the Shtei Neiros. So what's the interrupting service? Everybody agrees as an interrupting, you got to do five Neiros, interrupt it with something, and then two. What are you interrupted with? Dama Tumit. So that goes uh, against what we learned in the Gemara. How can you say you interrupted now? You've explained, oh, we interrupted now with the Torahs. There you see, Abayah says you interrupted with the Dama Tumit, with the sprinkling, uh, with Dama Tumit Mavsiklu. Amilokasha, he la Vishal. is explaining it according to Vishal. Halor Abbanan. The Rabbanan, Rabbanan, disagree. What is the interrupting service between the five and the two? Everybody agrees there's a, you do five, you interrupt it, and then you do two. The Rabbanan say you interrupt it with the Ketoros, the Tanya. Lo yetiv es You shouldn't complete all the Neiros, all seven, and then do Achakach Yaktir. Don't do the Ketoros after the Neiros. Ela Yaktir v'yachakach yetiv. You must do the Ketoros and then finish it. Obviously, the first five are done before the Ktoros, but you shouldn't finish the Ktoros with, with, you shouldn't finish the uh, Neiros and then do the Ktoros. Rashi explains, near the bottom of the page, You shouldn't say you should doctor it first and then make the Neiros, because everybody agrees that you need to have Sukkah. And the order is, the order is, 
That's how he learns. You can't do the Akhtar after Zrikas Dama Tamid. So therefore, therefore, you can't do the Akhtara after. Maybe you'll do the Akhtara before, <coughs> then you won't have anything left to be Mavsigal with. So therefore, you can't be mocked to the arm until you can't be mocked to the Torah until after the Zrikas Dam. So if you've done the Zrikas Dam <coughs> and then you did um, and you did all seven Neiris at one shot, then uh, you, you have nothing left to interrupt between the five and the two. And everybody agrees you need to interrupt five and the two. So therefore, he says, don't finish all seven Neiros and then be Makhtar, because then you, you weren't, you weren't Mavsik between the, fi- the five and the two. So therefore, you should, what you should do rather is, 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 is uh, interrupt the five and the two with the Ktoras. And you can't do the Ktoras until after you do the Zom, so the Dom had to be before. That's what the Rabbanans say. Whereas Abishol says no. Back in the Gemara, so again, the Gemara says, Don't finish all seven years and then do the course. You should be Makhtar in the middle and then finish the seven, the last two. Abishalom or no? Matev, you Matev all the years. What's his reasoning? In other words, according to Abishol, what do you do? What do you interrupt the Neiris, the five and the two? How do you separate with, with the Dam? And he says, finish all, the, and after you did all seven, in other words, you did five, then you did Zrika Saddam, then you did the last two Neiros, and then afterwards you did the Torahs. My time, Rabbi Shol, the Pasuk says, Baboker, Baboker, Behitivo Esa Neiros. There it says, you, each morning you, you uh, clean out the wicks, clean out the, the, the candles. Bahari Yakti Reno, Baboker, Baboker, Behitivo Yakti Reno, then you do the Haktorah. For Rabbana, I want to say, it doesn't mean that's the order. Rabbana, my comma, Rahmar, what mean by that? When you clean out the wicks, the incense should be burning. It doesn't mean to say that you first clean out the wicks and then you do the Torah. It just means when you clean out the wicks, meaning when you finish cleaning out the wicks, the Torah is still burning. If you don't say that, what about in the evening? When he puts up the nearest there, you do the Torah. So you say also you first night the candles in the evening, and then you do the second Torah of the day. You don't do that after you think you think that's what you do. You first light the candles and then you mock to the second Torah that you do in the day. Whatever our book, the Nehra says from the evening till the morning. What does that mean? The first part is ten lemi dust, and make sure there's enough oil in there to burn the whole night. Let's make sure there's enough oil in there. So on a long night, like a winter night in December, when the nights are the longest, make sure there's enough oil in there, a chatzilog, whatever it is, to make sure that the chatzilog, the chol ner, every candle of the seven should have a half a log to make sure it burns the whole night of a, of a long winter night. If there's, more, if there's more for, obviously, the nights change in the whole year, the length of the nights change, so if there's more, that's extra, fine. But you have to have enough, so you'll have extra. But, but uh, you have to have a minimum enough to last for the longest uh, night uh, possible. Dabracher. Another shot in Meir of Aboka. Meir of Aboka ain't l'chavoda shikshayer Meir of Aboka elazubavat. Before Shem said Meir of Aboka means this is the last one. This is the last avoda that's done because it doesn't mean you light it at night. You light it before the night, right? You don't light it. The, you don't light it at midnight. You don't light it in the middle of the night. If you didn't, you could light it. If it wasn't lit for some reason, you could light it. But the, you're supposed to light it before. It means to say Meir of Aboka. There's no other avoda after the lighting of the candles until morning time. This is the last thing done. So you're not supposed to do the Torahs after 
lighting the candles at night. Lighting the candles for the evening is the last thing that's done. So the Torah had to be before. So what does the Pasuk mean when it says, Me'erevat Boker? Right? Where does it mean, Me'erevat Boker? Well, it says, Be'enar Bay Makti Rena. In the evening, does that also mean afterwards? It can't mean afterwards. It can't mean you do the Torah after the light the candles in the evening. Lighting the candles in the evening is the last thing you're supposed to do. What does it mean? When you light the candles in the evening, the Torah should be burning. In the morning also, it doesn't mean, like Abishal says, that the Torah is done after the Neres. It means when you finish lighting the candles, the incense should be burning already. Right? Abishal will say no. The Pasik says, um, he should light it. So that's different. In the evening, the candle the Torah should already be done, right? The, the candle should already be done. The Torah should already be done when he finish when he lights the candles, uh, the Torah should already be done. But in the morning, he darshins meaning that you first do the candles and then you do the Torahs. That's how Vashal will learn. That's all one way to learn. In other words, we said that our, the Mishnah Yoma goes like, uh, like Shimon uh, Mitzvah, but are we talking about the Torahs after the five or the Torahs before the two? So our Mishnah is talking about the Torahs before the two, and over there it's talking about the Torahs after the five. That's one way to learn. And as far as the Torahs interrupting the Neiros between the five and the two, that's a Machlokas Abishol, and Rabbanan. Tomorrow we'll see Rapapa at this point. Rapapa will say another Kasha that the, 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 the two Mishnahs in Yoma that we're discussing here, not to say the ones before, but one goes like Abishol and one goes like the Rabbanan. That's another answer to the, to the original question. All right, we'll pick it up tomorrow from here. Have a good day. Shavua Tov, everybody. Kol Tov. Kol tov.